Grace, mercy, and the peace of God our Father and our Lord Jesus be with you this day. Amen. This morning, um, we're going to continue in the series we began last week. Uh, Through this month of September, we're talking about the obedience of faith. How it is that our faith, which saves us, and this is the foundation we put together last week, uh, talked about how we are saved by grace through faith. We're not going to go against that you know, foundation of what we believe, but we're saved now for a purpose. Uh, We're saved to live lives according to God's uh, will for us and to bring glory to him. If you missed last week, you might want to go back and check that out. The video can be found on the Mount Olive website. You can go back to sermons and and you can uh, get connected to that and, and get that foundation piece. Because we're moving forward from there into some of the things that we do. And this morning, we're going to talk about one of the ways in which we can bring glory to God. Our gospel reading for today uh, said this, Whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me. This is what Jesus says, right? He's talking about at his return, and you know he looks at you know, believers who have served him, and how did they serve? By serving other people, by serving other people in the world, and by meeting the needs of people who were in need. And there's great need in this, in this world. UNICEF, World Bank, and World Health Organization um, have gathered some statistics, and these are a few of the statistics that they, that they offer. Uh, there are approximately 385 million children that's 19.5% of the world's children who live in extreme poverty in the world right now. About 10% of the world's population lives on less than $1.90 per day, making those people extremely vulnerable to natural disasters, illnesses, food shortage, uh, instability of any kind. An estimated 82 or sorry, 821 million people worldwide are undernourished. And there's 2.1 billion people globally who don't have safe water at home. Worldwide, an estimated 61 million primary school-age children are not attending school. Those are children who are the age uh, of my youngest, of Drew, you know, Elementary age children, there's 61 million who, who aren't going to a school. Maybe there's not a school to go to, or maybe, maybe their family, their situation that they're in, there's such extreme poverty that even the children are, are trying to do what they can in order that the family would eat. These are striking statistics. Add on to that a worldwide pandemic, and that's only increased the need. It's only made it harder for people, especially those living in poverty, subsistence farmers, day laborers, many people in the developing world that are more deeply impacted by the challenges that um, that we're facing on a small scale, they're facing on a large scale. The loss of income, the loss of opportunity, and lack of adequate health care in their communities is, is pushing a lot of people in the world toward a, a very dangerous situation. Today we're going to talk about Compassion International as an organization. Mount Olive has been connected and supporting Compassion International by having days like this 
um, from time to time in our, in our Sunday theme in order to share what it's like uh, to be involved with that organization. Linda Reese has played a big part of that, kept it on our radar, um, gotten connected to Compassion and, and been a liaison between the organization and the congregation for us. Really appreciate Linda uh, making sure that we keep this on our radar. Compassion International as an organization is, yes, about sponsoring children, and that, we're going to talk about that today, but it's about more than that. It's about releasing entire family, families from poverty in Jesus' name. Releasing entire families from poverty in Jesus' name. It's been around for 67 years, um, helping children through sponsorship for that long. More than 2 million children across the globe receive assistance, help, and support from Compassion. And it's in 25 countries. So Compassion International is, has a global reach and a long, long track record of great success. Helping me do this today is Ron Roberts. Ron is a, a longtime member of the congregation and uh, one of the elders for the church. And Ron's been involved with Compassion for a number of years. So let's welcome Ron onto the screen with me. We'll get that set up, and, um, and then we can have a conversation, and I'll, uh, we'll let Ron share from his story. Ron, thanks for joining us this morning to talk about Compassion International and uh, your involvement in it. Um, just to get started, just to go back to the very beginning, how did you get involved with Compassion International? How did you start sponsoring children? Well, about... Three or four years ago, Wendy Jimenez sponsored a Compassion Sunday. And I listened to her speak um, in front of the congregation about it. And um, I'm sure the, the Lord was stirring my heart a little bit, you know, give me a little push and shove. Um, most of you probably know that I'm very involved with, uh, with the children in my community. You know, I've done Little League for over 35 years. Um, so there was this uh, stirring going on. And so after the uh, service, um, I went out to the compassion table and uh, I talked some more with Wendy. I, I did a little praying too. There was, it's pretty overwhelming when you see all the pictures of the kids there. Um, but uh, that's how I got started. And uh, um, I have to thank Wendy for that. Um, uh, it's really just been uh Part of that has been a moving of the Lord on me. And I'm also reminded of uh, a specific passage that, excuse me, that was from Luke uh, 18, uh, verse 16. And it goes like this. Let the little children come to me and don't hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to, to such as these. So, you know, that was on my heart. And, and that's how... That's how I came to become a sponsor. And while you've been sponsoring, you've had a number of children, and I know you're going to share that with us, but how did you choose the, the children that, that you sponsor now? Well, honestly, it, uh, I, I, as I mentioned, it was rather overwhelming when I came to the table um, to see all the faces of the children that were up for sponsor. And, you know, in my heart, I go, I wish I could just sponsor all of them. Um, but that wasn't possible. So I kind of stepped back a little bit. Um, I said a prayer 
I said, Lord, help me, help me figure out who am I supposed to sponsor? And I got down with my prayer and right in front of me was uh, Adriana and she was the child that I sponsored from Peru. Um, bless her heart. Uh, I had her as a sponsor for about 18 months um, and then lost that connection uh, of sponsorship. But it didn't, didn't deter me. I learned a lot from that period of time and I immediately went back to uh, sponsor another child. This time a little bit differently. Um, I wanted to go back to Peru where Adriana was and look for a child there, but um, I also wanted to have a unique connection. So I chose to use my birthday. And when I put, put into the search engine looking for a child in Peru um, with my birthday, only one picture came up and that was Jocelyn. Well, that made and it that, a little easier. Yes, much easier. Um, and we have that unique connection. So, um, yeah, that's, every child has been different, but that's how I actually kind of got started. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Now that you're sponsoring multiple children, tell us a little bit about the, the children that you are sponsoring and, and where they are and, and about their, you know, their lives, their personalities. Uh, what yeah. do you know? Yeah, y Yoselin, which I said, she was, uh, I picked her up after I lost Adriana. But um, she's in the jungles of Peru, believe it or not, um, and very bright kid, very, very bright. We have a, a great connection. She's a great pen pal. Um, we write each other a lot. The COVID thing has has caused a little disconnect uh, as far as the children writing me, but I'm still allowed to write write to them. Uh, my, 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 my second uh, sponsored child was from Bolivia. Now, Bolivia is a very poverty-stricken country, um, and, you know, I didn't know too much about it, but I decided I could sponsor two more children, and so I chose, I'm going to go for somebody who's a little bit older than than Yoslin, somebody a little bit younger than Yoslin, so I could kind of get an age group, you know. So um, when I went to look in Bolivia, I've come to find out older children um don't get picked up as sponsors as easily as younger children. So um, I felt it was very important for me to fi find somebody that, 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 I, that I could help along and finish out her, uh, her time with compassion. So I found, I found Nayla. First picture I came across was her. Uh, she was in what they call secondary school or basically a senior in high school at the time. And so I began to sponsor her. And she has moved on to a technical school, which is like a, be like a junior college. And she's learning bookkeeping right now. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Naomi came out of Peru and she's, uh, on a seaport. Her dad's a fisherman. Um, she, uh, she's, she was eight years old when I started the sponsorship with her. Um, she calls me her special godfather. And that just kind of melts your heart. Um, but yeah, so I sponsored those two together, um, during that time. Some months after that, I became, I got a pay raise and I said, well, you know, I, I want to continue this ministry. So I, uh, went to go, um, look for another child. I said, well, you know, I, I probably should get a boy along the way here. So I, cause I can relate to boys and, you know, boys might be able to relate to me a little bit more. So I began my search. Well, what happened in between was we had a memorial service that was being held for a coworker that had passed away. 
And we were sitting around discussing, well, how could we um, give something to the family? What, what, would, what would do it? And many suggestions came along. And, 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 a, and another person, that, one of my coworkers said that, you know, what about giving him something that can honor in his name? Um, and then another coworker says, why don't we sponsor a child? And they turned to me and said, you sponsor a child, right? How, 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 how would you do that? So um, JL became Carl's uh, memorial sponsorship for a year, mm -hmm. um, after which I picked up and, and now she's now my sponsor. But the family was just elated because Carl also was a supporter of, of children in poverty. And, and, and it really touched the family. So it was a very good thing. So Wagner was the boy I sponsored and he's a typical boy. He loves race cars. You know, we got guy things going here. So, um, and both of them are, are 12 years old. So, um, I have a good round group of uh, ages for, uh, for my sponsored children. Now, when you started, it was on a Compassion Sunday. So Compassion International was introduced, um, within the context of of a worship service and there was a table and there was information there. But um, beyond that, beyond the initial, like, here's an opportunity, what have you learned about Compassion International as an organization? And, and you know, is, you've continued, obviously, to support this, this uh, cause and Compassion International specifically. So uh, why is that? Can you share more about, um, about this organization and, and why you're this involved with them? Yeah, uh, I, I, one of the one of the big things that I, I had, I think, I know the Lord was pushing me um, initially, right? But there's also a, a responsibility I believe you have to have when you're doing a sponsorship. There's there's a lot of things that are involved, and you know, sponsorship's only one part of, of helping Compassion International. Now there are many organizations out there that uh, that help the poverty-stricken children and people of this of this world. So. Um, compassion specifically was Christian based. Um, they provide help to the local church to help these children. And they create these children's centers where, uh, the children can get, um, a safe place to go to, to learn about Christ. Um, they educate them in hygiene. You know, one of the things that, that compassion wants to do is they want to lift them out of poverty, um, by teaching them skills by giving them uh, potential opportunities to go to further their education and to actually climb out of the poverty, rather than trying to feed money to them or just give them food, right? So that there's many things that, that, that Compassion does. Uh, they help them with medical issues that, that may come up. Um, and, and as an example, right now in the COVID thing, um, those that work in the children's centers are visiting the kids. They're finding out the needs of the family. One of the things Compassion does is that on their website, they update almost daily what's going on in, in the Compassion world. Um, uh, from events to uh, things that are going on in different countries, uh, I'm never lost at how much information that I get, I get from, from them. But the, I think the big thing here is they're Christ-centered. Not all of, all of these that are helping children are Christ-centered. I, I felt that was very important to me. And the fact is they're helping with the local churches um, is just outstanding. Very I should not, let, me, 
Let me add one thing into that, John, real sure. quick. Um, you know, one of the things that sometimes we don't see, um, the baggage that comes with poverty is hopelessness. It's huge. Um, also, uh, nobody cares. These, these children, I'm, I'm sure they go through this. Uh, when I was 20 years old, um, I had a chance to see it for the first time in my life. I was traveling in the Philippines, going from a place called Civic Bay to Manila. I was heading back to the United States. Um, I had to go back for some schooling. And I went through the jungles in the Philippines. And I saw some of these kids. And you just have to look in their eyes. And you can see the struggle for survival, just to exist. Uh, this, this is a little, quick little story, but uh, I saw a boy, he was probably like 10 years old, and he was with his sister, she was about eight or so, and they were walking along, picking up lizards, and he'd, he'd grab them, he'd pick up the lizard, and he'd hand it to his sister, and she would bite the head off and put it in a bag, because that was what they were going to be eating. And, you know, that changed this 20-year-old's heart. I mean, I had tears in my eyes. Um, so... Uh, knowing what, uh, knowing what compassion does and trying to, to go through all this, uh, like I said, the Lord, I think he prepped me a long time ago and that was time to tug on my heart. And, uh, maybe it's your time to get tugged on the heart too. I don't know. But, uh, those, those are the reasons why I chose compassion and, uh, and I'm working with them. Yeah. Being a sponsor, um, as you've mentioned, it, it is a financial commitment that is made, but it goes much uh, further than that. It's more than just sending financial support to the organization um, so that they can support the lives of these children. As you mentioned, Compassion does much more than just feed these kids. There's also a lot of involvement in, in life training, life skills, education, and, and development of people to break the cycle of poverty. Um, so it's more than that, though. It's more than just um, financial support to the organization. There's benefits that you get, um, you know, in terms of, of the response and the relationship that you've been able to develop with the, the, the children that you have sponsored. So there's, are there some stories uh, that you'd like to share about how being a sponsor has blessed your life? Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> we could go on for a long time about that. Um, I'll tell you a couple quick ones. First off, I told you the first one, uh, Naomi calls me her special godfather. And uh, um, the reason behind it was that she had been on the list for a long time to get sponsored. And uh, so she was very grateful for it. Um, she, I, I think also that the fact is that her sponsor is, is, is an older person. Um, she doesn't get to see her dad very often because he's gone to sea. So I write her a lot. I write all the kids an awful lot. So I think she looks forward to seeing all that and, and kind of a guidance, you know. I always try to uh, put a Bible verse in there or tell a story um, along with it. But, you know, really she, she uh, just attached to me. So if that's not a benefit, I don't know what is. I mean, I just, like I said, melts my heart. Uh, the other one I would talk about would be Nela in Bolivia. Um, she's she reached out to me one time, and you know th this is what's unique about these relationships is that 
once you start to bond together, things come out. Um, she has a great compassion for the homeless children in her streets. Hmm. And so she began asking me and, and returning back to me with prayers uh, for these homeless children. And, 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 and so we always exchange a prayer about the children that are in the street around where she lives. Um, and so uh, those are very unique, um, unique stories. Yasin's another one. They, they all have stories. But uh, I think those two are kind of very blessings for me. So. Good. There might be somebody on our on our live stream right now as we're you know talking about this in the context of uh, of worship service and you know people are tuning in uh, to it and hearing you share and hearing some of uh, what you've experienced. Um, so if there's somebody who's thinking about maybe being a sponsor or, or learning more about it, is there a word of encouragement you'd give or something that you'd like to to share uh, for for anyone who's uh, maybe thinking about sponsoring a child? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things I think you can do. Um, one one very first one is I would pray on it, make sure um, that you, you it's leading you in the right direction. The, the Holy Spirit's grasped you, and I mean, if you you know if He's tugged on your heart, right? And, I mean, that's I, I can tell you that's that's a big definite or whispered in your ear. Um, but um, besides that, if 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 you're just hesitant. Um, saying, well, I don't know, I don't know what to expect. Uh, I can tell you it will change your life. The amount of joy that comes from these kids, it takes time. You have to build, like any relationship, you have to build it. But once you do, they just tug and tug and tug at your heart and just fill you full of joy. I, I'll add this part like right now because we're in the COVID-19 issue. I've written at least 25 letters to, to all the kids that, that I have. And, and I haven't received one 25 back. total or 25 each? Each. Wow. I, 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 well, it's, it's a unique thing. Um, sure. compassion, compassion has electronic form of, of, of doing, you know, mail. So anytime I can uh, write a letter, I can duplicate that letter, um, with some special meeting in between, uh, for that specific child. But it also allows me to send pictures, electronic pictures. So, oh, very good. Um, yeah, if you remember, I played Moses um, in the last uh, um, uh, children's uh, uh, Bible week, Bible study week, right? Was and it VBS? PB, yeah, VBS. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the, the letters just skipped my mind. But anyways, I played Moses. They all got to see me as Moses. I got uh -huh. to send them pictures. Very good. So, so it's a. And of course, they all they all had comments about it, and, and that's really cool. Um, but I, I think what if you're if you're if you're concerned about it, maybe hold off for for a little bit. Uh, research it. Uh, go on the website. Find out about it. There are so many other things you can do. You don't have to sponsor to write these children. They actually have part of their ministry where that's that's all people do is they volunteer to write letters to these kids that don't mm -hmm. get in. Um, so uh, there's many opportunities, different ways to give, get payback. Um, uh, but I can tell you, there is no greater joy than getting that letter. And after you've established a relationship with that child, that uh, them telling you that they love you. 
um, it is really heartfelt. Well, that's tremendous. Uh, Ron, thank you so much for sharing with us about your experience, what you've uh, learned across the, the time that you have been a sponsor and about your involvement and sponsorship of these five children uh, that you currently are sponsoring. And a sixth, if we include the first one that you sponsored. And, um, we pray that you continue to be successful with that and, and that those children are uh, grown and uh, growing and nur being nurtured in the very well so that they, they can develop life skills and, and like we've talked about, break that cycle of poverty. That's a lot of what this organization is invested in doing. But more importantly than that, that they learn to know Jesus through this organization, through the local church um, where they live, where they are, and the children's uh, centers where they can be involved. Appreciate your sharing so much, Ron. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. In conclusion, the obedience of faith means that we respond to God's grace. We've received this grace as a gift from our God. This faith that we have, this understanding and belief in who he is. And so now our actions in Jesus' name make a difference in the world. The things that we do, and this is really the overarching theme for this month, is how do our efforts make a difference in the lives of real people some of whom we, you know, might be neighbors with, we might be in our, have in our family. But today, here's an opportunity to make a difference in the life of someone maybe, maybe you don't meet. But you can change their life. You can change their future. You can change their eternity. God calls us to do the good works he's prepared in advance for us to do. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Maybe today, after hearing about Compassion International, about hearing Ron's experience with this organization, maybe that's motivated you to consider being a sponsor. I don't want you to feel obligated. I don't want you to feel under any pressure whatsoever from the congregation. This is really about giving you the opportunity. And if you're being nudged in that direction, if you're being called toward that kind of ministry, there's ways that you can get started. If you check the Mount Olive website, this morning, and we're going to leave it up for a while, you can find a post about compassion and about how to sponsor a child, how to get connected. You can follow a link in that web post, and it'll take you right there to their um, to their sponsorship page, and, and you'll be able to, to, to take the next step. Or you can get there a little faster if you'd like. Just grab your mobile phone and text the word LOVE, and the number is 83393. The word love, L-O-V-E, to 83393, um, and they'll connect with you and, and get you connected about being a sponsor. Or you can just visit the Compassion International website. It's compassion.com slash your child. And you can go there and find a child that might, that you might want to sponsor. If you want to do what Ron did and choose one that you share a birthday with, that's one way to do it. If you have a, a country in mind like he did with sponsoring children in Peru, that's another opportunity. Maybe there's another way you want to choose a child. This is an opportunity. This is a way to change someone's life. And if that's something that, that you feel um, compassion toward, then maybe you want to take that opportunity today. Maybe that's not something for you. Well, be back next week because there's more things we're going to talk about in terms of our obedience of faith. 
Let's change people's lives. Let's change the world by being the people God calls us to be and taking steps of obedient faith together.